There he is. Shambles. Shambles FC. Premier Pep Talk, episode 36. We're back, motherfuckers. A little late one. We're back yeah. to recap the weekend, which took place. A lot of shuffling of the decks. A lot of more embarrassment. A lot, oh, a lot to no. talk about. Where do you want to start today? It was just a Champions League match with Liverpool. Um, your team dropping some unexpected points. Boom. Arsenal showing some some balls at the end of a Villa game. Chelsea continuing to be a disgrace. And Man U continuing to win. So much to talk about. I'll let you start it off. I think we need to go to the best game of the weekend. Another championship DNA caliber moment. I think we need to talk about the team Chelsea? that's top of the table. I uh, think we need to talk. Chelsea. I think <laughs> top of the table, please. We need to t- we need to talk about the team that is showing that stuff. Fortitude. Fortitude is the word that I come up with when I look at the game that I watched, uh, the highlights of that game. Yeah, let's let's give a shout-out to your club. Top of the table, they they got the dub. It's uh, pathetic to what City did, so I don't think we even deserve to even kind of start with them. So, yeah, highlight Arsenal, dude. That was a great, great Jorginho masterclass, question mark? <laughs> Jorginho's been good. Deserved shout-out. I said he was good in the City game, even though I hated that performance as a whole. Said he was probably yeah. our best player. Um, Partey's out again. Still not in training, which isn't good. It's Tuesday. Um, but Jorginho's played two good games in a row. Both games he started. Both good games. Part of the yeah. winner. Um, some terrible defense from Arsenal on both goals. Stay, Ollie Watkins scores within five minutes. The that, solo was not, that was not great. A, a 7.35 a.m. goal. Uh, off the back of that city loss, I was really upset. Yeah. Get the goal back at like the 16th minute. Um, Tyrone Mings, what a terrible clearance. Saka bangs it in. Another <laughs> goal for Saka. Another point for me. Yep, um, yep, yep. Mings, uh, that guy's that guy's terrible, and he just got a contract extension. But he's a terrible yeah. defender. Yeah. And then Coutinho, with his first goal of the season, of course, against Arsenal, had to be. <laughs> and yeah. 2-1 at halftime, wasn't looking good. Um, started the second half off pretty slow as well. Yeah. Zinchenko gets the goal, 2-2. Great goal, near near post finish. Um, mm-hmm. Slots it right in that corner. Um, one times it off a corner kick. Mm-hmm. And then we had some terrible misses between then and the 90th minute. And Ketia mm-hmm. once shitting the bed. Martin Odegaard with one of the worst misses I think you'll ever see. Yeah. Complete misses an open net. I think that was complete disrespect to you. I yeah, no, he knew. I yeah. knew that he yeah. knew you picked him yeah. for a score, and he said, yeah, nah, my yeah. boy Brian needs to catch up. Let me put this yeah. far wide. Um, yeah. he, some terrible he got misses. The pass. He got the yeah, pass, saw the time, and said, nah, fuck it, I'm missing. We still have time to go ahead and win this. That was awful. Yeah. Once he missed that, I was thinking, yeah, it's just not going to happen for us today. It's just not going to happen for us. It's one of those days. This is going to be another draw. Title's done. It's over. Fuck this. Then Jorginho at about the 92nd and a half minute with a great strike off the clown. The loser. (laughs) 
a piece of garbage. Emmy Martinez's head. Uh, corner. Villa gets a corner at the end, mm-hmm. and we get an open net. Emmy Martinez directly disobeys mm-hmm. Unai Emery. We'll have to talk about Emmy because he's a complete clown, and I was happy to see the karma manifest itself immediately for his shenanigans, his time wasting. His behavior at the World Cup, it all manifested in that last stoppage time against Arsenal. And, yeah, it was a great win, one we needed. 4-2 looks a lot better than 3-2. Looks like we dominated, but it went down to the wire. And, um, yeah, they showed some uh, they showed some balls at the end of that game, which was much needed. Put some pressure on City, and we know now that City did drop points. So back in first place for Arsenal, two points up. So, yeah, I think defensively we've been pretty, pretty bad lately, and we need to fix that up because – the Lester Titty, uh, Titty. Oh yeah, Lester Titty. Lester Titty, Titty that I saw. Lester <laughs> City that I saw in the first half versus Man U. They were yeah. on Man U that first half. Yeah, they were. made some great saves, and we play defense like we did against Villa. That could get ugly very, very quick. So we need to shore up that defense. Um, hopefully, we fix that by Saturday. A nice little week break mm-hmm. before the Saturday game, and then yeah, it was a good performance. We put pressure on City. And they drop points. So, yeah, great performance from Arsenal. Uh, the solo goal for Ali to start the game. Holy shit. Yeah, bad defending the, by Saliba. Good fans, this week. This weekend for me was kind of not like a culmination or like the, the, the whole season as a, as a whole, like kind of the recap. Because I think if, if he did that, City would have ended up winning that game. But it's kind of more like... Arsenal in their first true funk prove that going into this game, going into this game, all that was required was Arsenal to slip once. And from there, the, 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 the city horse takes the nod and just kind of could maybe roll with it. But like, and we're, I don't want to make this about city, but it's this response timely requires that now, Arsenal need another dip, which good luck banking on that because what we've seen from this team has just been incredible attacking. I mean, yeah, it's it's been a little bit mundane and dull lately, but I'm I'm very confident that um, Villa had a good game plan for this. I think we're not citing kind of the Villa. I mean, the attack was kind of nice. Mings also your the soccer goal, bro. That goal was you're not giving it its nice fair one day. time, yeah. But the angle mm-hmm. was so difficult that sh- that goal very precise, very on. I thought Villa were were kind of playing good, playing well. I thought they were kind of you know moving. Half, and, they were definitely good. Yeah, they fell apart was, in a second. Yeah, and I was impressed. I was very impressed. Mings, what are you doing? You're this just complete shit. There's no need. Get rid of it. I mean, just stupid. Um, did not know going into this weekend that Unai Emery gave the first starts to Martinelli and Saka. Saka. Mm-hmm. I did not know that Unai was there for that. That blew my mind. I thought those were true, came up with Miguel. So it kind of speaks that, like, this team 
was the signs were there before Miguel ever kind of came on. You can imagine with Miguel coming on as a potential hire and he's looking at that roster and he would know better with seeing it, you know, as a city assistant the year before there's makings there, there's potential there. So like, I mean, I don't know. I did not realize that. And to think about that, it's kind of interesting. Plus not to mention two Spaniards, both kind of see the game the same way. It it all kind of like kind of matches up. Um, So yeah, I think uh, good fortitude by Arsenal. Fortunate that that third goal came about, but fortune favors those who work for it and you yeah. know, go after it kind of thing. So I feel like the goal was deserved. The point was deserved. The win was deserved. So, yeah, I thought I was really, really interested to see how Arsenal were going to bounce back. And for the whole game, pretty much, you're pretty much like, okay, draw it is. Let's go. Nope. Fucking Emmy. Fucking Emmy. What a clown. What a clown. Right off the back of the head. <laughs> Embarrassing time-wasting for him. Really, really embarrassing. He was yeah. doing it early in the game. He was apparently giving it to the crowd as well, the Arsenal fans. And, yeah, it completely disobeys Unai. Unai tells him at the end, do not go up for the goal, and they concede a fourth. Um, whether Unai was right or wrong to say that, you listen right. to your manager. You don't just yeah. do things on your own. And then, Are you listening, Kepe? You listen to your again, manager. Immediate karma. Martinelli gets an open net goal to finish him off. And, um, yeah, he's just – he's a clown. He had some crappy things to say about Arsenal on the way out, even though I think we did right by him. And, you know, he got a move. He wasn't going to play first-team football. He wanted it, and we got him moved to Villa where he's playing week in and week out. And, yeah, just the Arsenal fans hate him. So it was – like I said, this was a trap game. It had all the makings for it. Noon start, old yeah. old manager away on the road, old goalie had all the makings for it, and it was looking like it could be, but Arsenal prevailed, and that was important, and we're back at the top of the table because let's go to the next one. Manchester City, one. Mm-hmm. Nottingham Forest, one. Mm-hmm. Break it down. Break it down. I saw a lot of missed chances. I saw some good build-up play, good chance creation, but some terrible, terrible misses. Two words to find this game. Typical City. Typical. This is exactly what we do. This is any any City fan can look at those stats and be like, oh, yeah, we definitely drew that game. I believe it was either SLBSN or um, the American Citizen who, like, minutes before that goal was even like, if you don't, if you want to win some money here, you, you you bet the draw. It's coming because of how many times we were just missing. See, this is the funny thing. And as much as people are going out there, again, the, the extremists that we have and some of these content creators, you know, city are out. City have been consistent. They're not doing it this year. This is incredible. Pipe down. There are so many games. For one, we've been we've done this way before. For two, this is nothing new. How many times have we had a team with one opportunity score on the one opportunity? On Saturday, I was particularly calling out a few players. Amrick Laporte, I'm looking at you. Probably your last year. Look at the scoring play, the one opportunity they, they get. You had statue, you had stones feet. The moment they put that ball in, stuck in a bad situation. Uh, we don't practice defense. This is nothing new. 
Pep does not practice tackling. I, if anyone wants to keep up with the soccer and tell me how many times you see in training we work on tackling, <laughs> we don't. That's not a fucking thing, literally. So, again, you ride with the guy that, you got, that got you there. The team played well. It's not like we were in a funk with all these other games. We've turned a corner. We've turned a corner. It's just unfortunate that we drop points. And I'm staying true to what I said. Three three, you know, four, uh, three steps forward and, and two steps back when you beat Arsenal, but then you can't go ahead and handle a team that you're supposed to handle. And yeah, it's shameful. It's shameful. Um, we had these issues when we were false nine in it. We had these issues when we had three wingers up front. We had these issues when we had Kevin De Bruyne at the striker position. All of it happens. And now we have Erling Holland, who is clearly scoring goals, but he was miles off of it. Those misses were those two misses were awful. Awful. And and you know, you had your worst game in a in a city kit. And it's not the end of the world. It's okay. It's not timely, yes. And we've dropped points and it's expected more. You've had senior players like Kyle Walker, which the same Kyle Walker that a few weeks ago was on the bad lists, on the bad face list, on the on the can't play list. And now we have reports of him speaking up and even acknowledging it in an interview post game about what the expectations are and some of the bigger players kind of speaking up in the locker room about that game. It's it's in the long run, everyone breathe. It's fine. Arsenal are not gonna go perfect. And if they do, point proven. But until then we got another game at the Etihad with them. That'll determine a lot. And we just got to get things right. Right now, honestly, it's it's if I'd probably be feeling a little bit different if this was a Saturday or Sunday or even a Monday. But right now, watching the Champions League, I got the Bernardo Champions League kit on. I'm ball soccer ball patching it on the side over here. I'm cranked up because I'm such in a phase where we, we're, we're after that next step for us. But it's not good in the long run. If it ends up coming to hurt us, this is going to be one of those weekends again where we're going to look back and say, ah, that could have been different. Phil Foden, you dropped it. <clears throat> the pos- I can't help but be positive about the fact that Phil's starting. I mean, Phil got minutes again, and he looked good. He gave us good minutes. Pep is happy about it. It's just not finishing. And so, yeah, fucking sucks. But uh, it'll be all right. We'll be okay. Don't you think that City have been a little more inconsistent this year than, than prior years. You say typical City, but it seems like it's a little more, these slip-ups are a little more a little yeah. more often. They're happening a little bit quicker. You know, the City slip-up, it'll happen, but it'll happen after six games, seven game run. It's happening after like two games now, two, three games, you know? And the run has, so yes and no, yes and no, because if you go into the season knowing with the changes, there's going to be more of what we've had. It is a typical city game, Brian. This is typical city. Go look at the shots on goal. Go look at the possession. Look at the result. That is typical city. Every year under Pep, we have had moments like this. Now, when you're speaking to frequency, that's relative towards last year, but also my expectations to what this year was. And if you remember, I've been saying all year, we're not going to be able to figure this out. I mean, the fan base have been asking for a three back with a two front in in, in, a, in a new engaged type of style with Holland. And we're still tinkering with shit. We don't we don't have it all right. So, yeah, it's it's expected to have more of these. But 
What's great about this is, and I think the big six kind of alluded to this. I didn't really think about it, and I don't want to use it as an excuse, but all of these bigger clubs are having a shit season. Everyone's on a one-off, and it's not an excuse. It's just a kind of an overall with some of these teams, and I just look at how City are just managing through the changes and managing through the 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 the, the, the tactical changes with everything. The run I still think is one hundred percent there. I I I know that it's there because I I know what come though. It's got to come, yeah. But and so the other thing is this: I want to look at the schedule. I want to look at games. We have like. Burnmouth next out in the league. You have Leipzig tomorrow. We could talk about that next. But um, <clears throat> I don't know. I just every time you think the run is coming, you guys. Mm-hmm hit a banana peel and slip up. So it just seems like a different, different kind of typical city than me. You, oh, you know, just look at games left. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bro. So it's gotta come soon. It's gotta come now, actually. <laughs> oh now? Oh man, I gotta be honest with you. This is where from one perspective, a seasoned person who's in a in a title race before, it don't gotta come now. We've been in this with four games left. We were down with with a, a, a pretty what I would say is substantial. Arsenal has a game in hand though, so it's got to come soon. That's the point, brother. The game in hand, and who's it against? I forget. Everton. It's some shit team, Everton. Yeah, yeah. So that's a dub. That's a dub. I've already calculated the plus three for that. I mean that that's that's locked in. So if you see it from that perspective, we're down five. That's two games. That's mm-hmm. two games. That's fourteen left. No. No way. This is this is I'll laugh at the concept that it has to have come now. This is a seasoned, we are seasoned in title chasing. I will concede to you when it's over. And there's no way that we are even oh any day now, any day now. Mm-mm. Fine. We're fine. Specifically, I say that because look at the opponents coming up. I did a look already. It's not Yeah, but you could have put Nottingham Forest on that list and that's drop points. You know what I mean? Sure. I was looking at the same thing too, and then you drop points immediately to Forest. So No. No, no. It's 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 not good. It's it's not good. You I can't sit here and tell you uh, this is a positive. It's not, but what it's you are allowed certain outs throughout the year. Everyone is. I am banking. I am okay with this team having more outs because, again, we have literally done this before. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think we've seen the 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 strong run come a little bit quicker, though. So I think that's why everybody's starting to question: is, it's about is no, this going to be the same? Because it's usually December, January. You guys really kick on. I would say right February. About, you can't and you can't say you've kicked on because you've dropped what two points. This, well, that's where this is two, where I actually five. think the World Cup is is it actually a great point to this? The World Cup with the scheduling because if you think about those December games, you have, and I think they still got some of those in. I really don't that run right there and that fluidity. That's where it kicked in for Liverpool when they won it. Same thing. All of the teams have this curvature at that time frame where they just kind of they start to kind of incline as to how things are progressing. It starts to mount up the victories and 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 kind of the strength of the team because of the amount of fixtures, the amount of tight games. Like I actually look at like when we had the scheduling in October for you and I think it was like a strong run. Like I see that for City as that's so good for us because we need all of those games to be tight must-haves because those games allow 
for us to just keep the pedal on. You don't even have room to breathe. It allows for just a little bit more efficiency, I think. Just keep it tighter. Keep it tighter. Fuck it. That's why I'm okay with the Champions League in this back end of the year. So I would say a month from now. I would say a month from now. If March 21st and we if it's a, if it's the same gap, we're good. If if it's gotten more, I'm starting to really worry there. 14 games. March 21st? Oh, I'd say March 21st, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, we'll mark that down. We'll mark that down. But yeah, listen, Arsenal is going to slip up as well. So this is going to be down to the wire. 15 and, games for you. Yeah. Yeah. This will be down to the wire. But, you know, hopefully next Wednesday at 5 p.m. U.S. time, we're up five points. That'll be key. We need to keep that buffer around there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys have Champions League tomorrow going away to Leipzig. Tough game on the road. Um, what are you feeling for that one? No Kevin, no Amrick, and no Johnny Stones. Sick. Kevin's Good. sick. Boys are sick. Didn't travel with them. So mm. I got the Bernardo kid on. I got faith in my boy Bernardo. I think we're going to have a huge Phil Foden game. Um, Yeah, this is this is not a situation, too, where I, we can look to make excuses. You're not going to hear me on the pod next time. Well, we didn't have Kevin or... Crucial defenders. No, this is the Champions League. Get it done. Problem was out. We'd be saying the same fucking thing. Stick Julian in and figure it out. We're sticking Phil in the in in the uh, in the Kevin role, I think, or maybe sticking Gundo in there. Let Phil stay wide. I think we're going to see a heavy dose of Phil. I think we're going to go ahead and get the dub. I think it's actually going to be a lot more. Um, I'm going to say comforting, but I think City are really going to be on it. It's going to be an early goal too. That's the other thing. We're going to get settled in real nice. I see a Riyad Mahrez start. Yeah. I see a Erling Holland goal early, kind of getting settled in. Mahrez or Holland start, uh, score very fast, very very fast, and um, yeah, I think we're gonna dominate it. I'm stoked for it. I won't be able to watch a single minute though. Be on the fucking road all day tomorrow. What's your score prediction? Mm, we don't clean clean sheets anymore. I'm going three to one, three to one city. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not going to keep a clean sheet on the road. I nah. say two to one city. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Let's go to the rest. Let's circle back to the rest of the fixtures from the Premier League weekend. Where do you want to go? You want to go to our friends down in Manchester? You want to go to <laughs> our West London despicable Chelsea Blues? Or do you want to go to Liverpool? <laughs> I don't know, man. Does O'Leary... Oh. <laughs> Does O'Leary think he's in a title run again? You got some words for United fans. I feel like we need to. I, I think we need yeah. to touch on United right now. Listen, three nothing, Leicester City. Leicester was peppering them in that first half. Then the inevitable Rashford goal comes, and it was pretty much done right there. Yeah. Um, they're playing good. I have to give it to them. They are playing good. I thought they would drop more points in this run of fixture congestion that they have. And, you know, while they have dropped an occasional point here to Arsenal, to Palace, to Leeds, they've also picked up good points. Yeah. You know, they're still in the Europa tie with uh, Barcelona, which will take place Thursday. They're playing well overall. You know, you have to give it to them. Um, personally, I still don't think they're in a title race. Um, I still think it's third place for them. 
but um, the the Atlanta Hawks fired their coach, Nate McMillan. I saw that already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I th- you have to give them credit. You have huh. to give them credit. Rashford with a brace. Second goal was offsides. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> they conveniently <laughs> drew a crooked line on that one. Always happens. Shameful. And so Bitzer should have been red carded. Uh, yes. After the play, totally kicks out uh, discount David Luiz's knee. Yeah. Could have fucking broke his knee or damaged his cartilage or whatever. Yeah. That's nothing, of course. Typical Man United tax. But um, they're playing well. Good win for them. Like I said, Leicester was on them. That's our next opponent. So I was watching that game very close. Um, Madison was on it. Harvey Barnes playing good. Tete on the right side. Uh, like that's, that's a good attack uh, they have there. So we have to be on it defensively, like I said. But they keep winning, man. They keep winning. Yep. Jaden Sancho with third goal. And this is this is what's really fucking annoying me. And this is where I have to rip Manchester United fans. <laughs> they are so eager to throw any of their players. The, the second they score two goals in, what is it, two goals in four games for Sancho? Oh my Isn't that fucking impressive? The second, the second any of their players do anything good, i.e. Anthony gets off to a hot start in the beginning of the year, scores a few goals, wasn't even playing good ball, but just had a couple good strikes. Where, where's he now? But I was yeah. saying from, from our friend O'Leary, he's the next Mohamed Salah. Blah, 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 blah. He's the next. Remember I sent you that text? I mean, just just embarrassing stuff from United fans. And now Sancho scores two goals in four or five games, and there's memes everywhere of Sancho, Marcus Rashford, and Pio Saka, the three kings of England. Slow the fuck down. Slow the fuck down. Gareth Southgate still is not picking Sancho, my friend. He's still not getting burned. Slow the fuck down. Bukayo Saka has been exceptional for two or three years at Arsenal. Not two games spread out yeah. amongst five. Marcus Rashford's one of the best players in Europe right now. He's got almost 30 goal contributions on the season, and we still have months to go. Yep. And here comes little Jaden Sancho off his sabbatical in the fucking <laughs> Middle East, wherever the fuck he was. Hanging out. Scoring two goals, and now all of a sudden, all the memes are coming back. The, 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 one of the most <laughs> annoying fan bases ever. Anything yeah. happens. I can't wait for Weghorst to score a fucking brace this weekend. And then they say he's 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 better than Holland because that's coming. <laughs> I don't doubt I, look, it, this is this is this is my issue with all of this. Um it's everything United do is on a false premise. Everything that they do is on a false premise that they are more almighty than everyone else when they do it. And the history of the club and the the respect that you show a club like that because of the history. But I'm not having a fucking bit of it because of how much shit they've given every city fan, even back when, even before I was a fan. I've done my history. I've heard the stories. They shit on the noisy neighbors. They shit on them and said it'll never happen. Sir Alex Ferguson deserves every bit of just holding L's for creating what he did and still not being able to kind of have that sustained success like he had hoped uh, post post his his coaching his managing career. So I it's very easy and also the fan base with the concept of thinking that 
you won taking Sancho from City. Like that was so laughable to me that you thought we weren't okay with you having him. We sent him to Dortmund for a reason. If we really prized him and loved him, we never would have let him go anywhere. Ask me what Phil Foden's doing. There's, it's not like, I mean, you probably should have asked more questions when we let go of him. But, look, oh, this is a bad time to talk bad about Sancho, right? Because right now, apparently, he's so good that he's, you know, a top player for as an English international. The guy's done nothing in an English kit. The guy's barely done anything in a United kit. I'd like to see a substantial amount of production from any sort of player before I start to kind of have an assessment as to what they do. But th- that's that's also, that's also, let me say this too. It's also with the premise that I need the statistics to validate what they're doing. If the style of play allows for them to move more. So for example, Ericsson and Bruno's adaptation to this year and their growth this year with having a Casemiro and United being able to play a little bit more different and kind of going to Ten Hag's principles. I don't think the statistics will truly show how more impactful that's been. Just like where folks give Jack Grealish shit when his manager is asking him not to necessarily attack and go down the line. People forget the plan and Pep and how he does things. When you have one of the greatest wingers in the world and Thierry Henry, who speaks to how Pep does things and how you have to respect his plan. And when you don't, he'll pull you for it. So I I, I don't want to get too carried away if Ten Hag's asking him to do something different. But like you had mentioned, the guy's been on, on a sabbatical. There's some mental issues going on there with whatever it is, family issues, whatever. Let's be respectful of it. It doesn't matter. It, it's something that happened. But for you to be away... And then come back and then have success. Great. But you're not an all-time great now. You're not nothing. There's nothing. You're not the newest flavor. We cannot fall into this trap of thinking now you're higher than any of these players that have been consistently doing it. Like you maybe have earned. Does he start against Barcelona? It would be my question. And I don't even know if you can honestly start him against Barcelona. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the United squad like that. Going into the game, you know, having a two-two draw, um, at uh, uh the camp, at the new camp, you know, we'll see yeah. what it looks like at Moldy Trafford. But what do you think um, about that game, dude? I, I, you noted it so well. The refs were just so miles off of it. The the, the, the inconsistencies with that. That game's going to be so so tight with refereeing. Yeah. I, I think it should be from the very jump. They they have to have a really strong control of that game because if they don't, I really feel like it's going to get carried away because we all know Barcelona are going to be fraudulent with the acting. Fraudulent <laughs> with the acting. And we all know United are going to go ahead and try to fall for it and Bruno's going to have some shithousery for that too. Oh, so God. Yeah. For sure. It's, it's going to be a really bad situation, I think, if the refs don't really kind of officiate that tight from the beginning. Like, I wouldn't even be mad if they give out a yellow card, like, two minutes in from a tackle that from just kind of questionable or from an angle that's kind of like, you know what? I'm laying the law down now. That's a yellow. Be easy. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But Who are you picking? I'm picking Barcelona because I'm going to have to go with their tradition, even though they're more of the um, – they're, they're hurt right now. They're hurt. You're probably not going to have some of those players start. Dowski's going to be playing, though. Rafinha's going to be playing. Um, and I'm thinking I'm going to trust the former City player 
even though I don't fucking like it that much. He was pretty nasty with it over the weekend. I'm going to trust Fernan Torres to get some sort of goal contribution uh, in this game at the Moldy Tradford. So I'm going to probably go with a 4-3 to three Barcelona win. Four goals? That, they're going to score four goals on the road? Dude. That's insane. It's going to be wild. It was 2-2 at the new camp. I think they got some potential to open yeah. it up a little bit. Plus, if you watch, if you remember that game, a couple, both of those teams were, they just couldn't like make that final pass that was open, but something yeah. like defender gets there or something, you know, the play got caught up, defender catches it in the back and pokes it out. Something was going on, but there were some moments where you're like, fuck, they could have really kind of closed it out there. So yeah, I'm, I think it's going to be a high scoring one. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, I think Man United is going to win. I'm going to go 2-1. I think Rashford yeah. will probably score again. And I don't even care about the second one. But, yeah, I think yeah. they'll win. I think the whole field advantage um, will definitely work in their favor. So, I think Man United will advance. And then we'll get Europa draws uh, Friday, I believe. And Arsenal will be involved for that. So, we'll hey, talk, yo. About that. talk about that for sure. Um, let's go over... Let's go over the weekend results, mm-hmm. and then we'll end with a – we'll fire up the grill. Not the, not the Edu grill. <laughs> we're going to fire up the uh, – we're going to fire up that big, big barbecue, and we're going to have a nice Liverpool <laughs> and Chelsea steak because it's time to bury these cocksuckers once and for all. That's amazing. All right. So, 4-2, <laughs> what were our scores for that for Arsenal-Villa? Man, two to one is what you predicted for Arsenal. I predicted a three nil win for Arsenal, so we both get points on that. Let me preface right now by saying, "Holy shit, what a horrible weekend!" I I, um, I got more than one point though, right? Because I had Saka. Yeah, you. So the totals for the weekend, you ended with seven. I ended with five. <laughs> And, right, and ended up it. bringing it uh, to to a three point differential right now. Um, but yeah, it yeah, was uh, bad weekend. Yeah, dude, you got you did get a bullseye though. I got to note that we'll get to it. Um, yep. It was a pretty boring ass game. Everton leads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, watch, baby. Dude, that goal, that goal though, that was nasty. What the fuck? Amen. That was he whipped it in there. You want to cover this crazy. game now? Now we're just talking about it. Yeah, it was boring, but yeah, a hell of a goal from Seamus. Uh, right back on the right side, Mr. Old Man, very, very old, seasoned vet. Yeah. Um, that's dice ball. That's dice ball, baby. Defend, play <laughs> play, play rough tactics, and get a fucking crazy goal, either from a set piece or just something that fucking finds its way in, and that's exactly what happened. Damn. And yeah, crazy, crazy game. Good result for Everton. Daish is here, and they're climbing the table six points in their last three since that he's got there. So that's what he does. That's what yeah. he does. He avoids relegation, the man, and he's he's doing his work. So so both of us really kind of got the feel for this game well, kind of spot on. You obviously got the bullseye. I picked a 1-1 draw. So obviously we didn't anticipate any sort of huge offensive juggernaut of type of a game. But, I mean, what the fuck, Leeds? Like... You no manager, no manager. Which they figured that out today. They've gone with Javi Garcia. Javi Garcia, yep. I so good for them. But look, I really get mad at clubs. Yes, let me preface disclaimer: American bias here. You fucked over my uncle Jesse. Look, I just don't understand with what's going on with clubs firing folks and not having a plan afterwards. Like, 
are you as rash and as stupid as some of these fans as as like if you talk to me three o'clock on Saturday, I probably would have said some shit to you and probably would have cut some players that I have no business in cutting and probably have no business in even talking bad about. But that's why we don't make those fucking decisions at three o'clock on Saturday. I don't understand these the rashness behind some of these moves. If you're not gonna make a tentative plan behind it, like I know it's being investigated, but I have to point it out. I just love the notion that we contacted and got with Pep and his people and his brother and Tiki got everything going while he was finalizing his last stages at Byron. Yeah, that's tampering. Fine in the in the in, in American leagues. Tampering. Fine that. Fine. I don't give a shit. Fine it. I don't care. Clubs. You know what's funny too? And we're just going into it right now. Uh, reports come out this morning. A, an, a, a Brazilian representative has reached out to Man City about the possibility of signing Neymar. What? 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 Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What? I'm sorry. Excuse me. Wait, who? Someone just showed up to our doors or reached out and said, hey, guys, want to sign those. Neymar? I never this understand is, those. Reports. It's a laughable concept that you expect that we don't have direct line with the contact with the representatives of Neymar. With everyone, it's not like it's a directory out here, like on a piece of paper. Like everyone, look, let me just pull out the directory and contact Neymar's people. But it's not as hard as like someone has to come to you and you figure out who the the handler is and shit like that. Like it's just stupid to me that you do this. So leads shameful for you that you can't. You want to be dumb enough to fire the American when we're signing Americans on the team. Like, you'd imagine that you want that, and they're building around that core. What does that say to McKinney? What does that say to Adams? What does that yeah. say to Aronson? Like, what are you building exactly? And if Uncle Jesse wasn't a part of it, why did you do it then? These types of losses here, you know, like, this is shameful. You're going on a run Weston McKinney, what did he sign for? Because in the summer, if there's not proper guidance as to what's next, why am I staying? I just signed up for this. You like, I I, I don't get it. So fuck Leeds. I hope they lose out. I actually hope they get relegated, to be completely honest with you. Like, it's just shameful shit, dude. You don't got a plan. This is complete bias from an American perspective. Let me preface. I don't care what anyone says. Absolutely. But you should get relegated for firing a manager who at every step of his career has done more positive than negatives. And in the last step, I'll concede that in the last step that he had, he was struggling a bit with Germany. But all I'm going to say to that is the guy knows what he's doing. And if you give him time and back him, I think the sky's the limit for him. And fuck you, Southampton, for fucking offering him a six-month six contract too. There's the, the disrespect on my guy, dude. Shameful shit. He's angry. He's angry. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Southampton later. Uh, but Brentford <laughs> Crystal Palace won one. I didn't watch yeah. too much of that game. Uh, fair result for Crystal Palace. Brentford's yeah. probably upset with that draw, especially being at home. Mm-hmm. Brighton dropping points at home to Fulham. Fulham continuing to play play very well. The XG was very lopsided in that game. <laughs> Yeah, very lopsided, but Fulham come out with the victory. Another impressive win for them. Mm-hmm. Willian says, "Fuck you," God, I will give you dude. the goal, and um, yeah, just another good win. Fulham is freaking impressive right now. Mm-hmm. They are 
Um, in the standings, they are sixth in the table. They're in conference Europa. play, baby. They're, they're playing, conference they're play. They're playing Europa League ball right now. <laughs> Good for them. No, six is Europa League. Seventh is conference. Oh, seventh. Conference okay. playing Europa League ball right now. So, Good yeah, they're playing that. awesome, man. I'm I'm happy for uh, that team. Always like seeing teams like that mm-hmm. um, surprise people. Um, so yeah, disappointing loss for Brighton. It happens. I'm sure they will bounce back next week. Whoever has them next week is in trouble because I'm yeah. sure they will bounce back. They're a well-drilled team. Um, Burnmouth was a shocking win over Wolves, one-zero on the road. That's your next opponent, I believe, right? You guys are going to Burnmouth and playing. And um, so yeah, good win for them. Disappointing for Wolves to drop those points at home, and then we already covered Man United. So, what were the points on those games that we just went through, bro? It's like you picked you barely them got any because I got you three, three on Everton. You got the both of us. Nothing on all three games. Both of us picked Brentford. Yeah, for the Brighton Fulham game, my dumbass picked the draw, and you picked Brighton. And for yep. the Wolves Bournemouth game, both of us were stupid enough to pick Wolves, but stupid enough to think that both both of us thought they were going to score at least two. What the fuck were we on? Yeah, we were That's trash for those three trash. games. Horrible, horrible, and we forgot one more Spurs with the home win against West Ham. And let me just say, David Moyes, I'm on board with you. This guy's an absolute disgrace, <laughs> absolute disgrace. Spurs, a team you have good, good history against, especially recently. You go there and you play three fucking DMs, negative, negative fucking football. That was one of the worst games of the weekend, hands down. That game was so fucking boring. West yeah. Ham did not come to win. They set up to get a fucking draw, and they lost 2 nothing. Shameful, shameful, shameful tactics from David Moyes. I would have told them to get the fuck out immediately after that. And they are in 18th place. And if they continue the shenanigans that I saw Sunday, bye-bye, West Ham. Give me Declan Rice for 40 mil. Relegation fee, baby. Are, we might we might need to have the the transfer conversation at some point too. I early dude, into that, but there there are there are a few teams that I think if you believe in FIFA gods, if you believe in the karma, if you believe in the positive and the negative circling back to you, if you ever do it, West Ham's a team that one hundred percent deserves to be relegated. The approach to the season, the approach to a game on a week by week basis. If you are one to say we're going to bend but not break, I'm sorry, sir. I don't want any bit of your philosophy or style or anything like that. Winning teams, I'm sorry, and I'm going to say it because Josie hasn't been doing it for a while. That shit, that shit's over, bro. That shit's over. Those days of thinking that you can come into a game and slap, you know, eight uh, uh, in defense. Bro, I'm sorry. You need to reevaluate yourself and really what you're looking at because you're the same person that probably is going to tell me we need to feed the postman 10 out of 10 times on a, on a basketball possession. Like, you're stupid, dude. This game's changed, bro. This ain't what you grew up on. This ain't what you thought it was. And if you want to be the old guy to think that you can do it certain ways, 
Listen, there's a reason why they're bringing a guy like Dyche to come in and do it with Everton because they just need him to steady the ship. If you think that's the long-term answer and solution, that you are sadly mistaken. That that guy is just riding it out, figuring it out, getting the team out of relegation as best as possible, and from there they go. But they're not that that you cannot win, be successful. You cannot be sustainably trying to compete for something. If you want to be a mid-table club, Sure, go out there and do shit like that, I guess. I mean, my question for a guy like Moyes is, when? When are you ever going to show up to a fucking game and think that you can actually put out a team out there that you want to win? Like, yeah. do you ever Maybe have that all? Do you have it? Do you have it in you? And healthy reminder to the clubs that are being successful right now, United, this was your boy. This was your guy for a couple years. That was the fix right after Van Gaal. So, like, yeah. what... I mean, this is shameful shit. This is shameful shit, and you don't deserve anything. You are the epitome of to discuss your participation is a, a stain on the rest of the league. You yeah. got teams out there that really try to go after it, really try to play against folks. Forced. It's embarrassing. Give them some credit. I mean, geez, went at us, attacked us. I mean, that manager, you, did you see the subs that he put on? Williams and I and think and think he added your guy, the guy that you uh uh the younger guy that Arsenal wanted uh from Brazil. Um oh, Danilo. Danilo. He he put Danilo on and he put that Williams kid, and Williams ended up getting the assist. I mean, that's a managerial move. You respect that. I'm not yeah. out here, oh fuck Forrest, they don't deserve that. They were shit. No, they played a style, they knew. Yes, we're concede, we concede you're better, but we're going to scrap. And when he saw it was 1-0 and there was a moment, he put in a managerial change that added to the attack. And go figure, yep. what does it do? Draw the game. I mean, Moyes, you are week in and week out just showing you don't give a fuck, dude. I mean, mm -hmm. Declan, Declan Rice... You keep talking about how that a hundred that's a hundred million pound guy. You devalue him week by week, sir. What are you talking about? That price is getting lower every bitch you every point you drop. Every point you drop. It was shameful. Absolutely oh. shameful tactics. With the goals Tottenham have been conceding lately. Just conceding oh. goal after goal. How do you go there and play that game? You sit Ben Rama, you sit Suchek, you don't play Skamaka at all. It was it was very, very embarrassing. Ings yeah. on the bench as well. Didn't start that game. Embarrassing. And they got what they deserve. Lost 2-0. Uh, um, Emerson, another goal for Emerson. Mm. Hitting some form now that Pedro Poro's there. And then yeah. Son with another goal. Some people started crying in their car. I heard <laughs> after that one. And then, um, Touching. yeah, another one there. But we're going to finish with two games in particular. Chelsea, Southampton, and Liverpool. Liverpool, Newcastle, which they won that game, but they had a game today where we need to start playing the taps music for Liverpool because <laughs> it's over. Uh, good win for Liverpool. We'll start there. 2-0 in the weekend. Nick Dope with a straight red card for a shameful, shameful coming out of the box, didn't even have to dive for it, ends up trapping it with his hands, handball, last man, straight red card, get out of the game. And then at that point, it was already 2-0. So the game's over at that point. Newcastle, 
the warning signs were there for Liverpool because even with 10 men, Newcastle was attacking very well and had some good chances. Newcastle just can't put the fucking ball in the back of the net. Nope. And I saw a lot of Liverpool fans were back. Top four charge, baby. Newcastle, watch out. The big boys are coming in for that fourth spot. But like I said, if you actually watch that game, unlike the Liverpool fans, <laughs> there was some terrible defending once again, which is the theme. Yeah. And I don't care how many goals Salah is scoring. Noodles gets me a goal. Thank you, Darwin. Yeah. I don't care about that shit. When you're conceding, like Liverpool's conceding, and we saw it rear its ugly head today mm-hmm. in the Champions League against Madrid. But the warning signs were there. Good win on the weekend. Only team to beat Newcastle twice. They have their number. But if you can't defend, and mm-hmm. you, it's not even the fact that you can't defend. It's, it's, not, even, it's not even mid-level defending. It's, it's painfully bad. Yeah. People turning their back. People getting beat. On uh, outpace, people not trying, people misplacing balls like Allison today. No. Just embarrassing, embarrassing defense. And I'm sorry, I'm not doing this every two games. Liverpool win three in a row and, oh, they're back. To, I'm not doing it. I haven't fucking seen anything this yeah. year defensively or even in the midfield. That, that back, back Jack, what's his name? Yeah. I've seen him do well in the Premier League in some games, but he got absolutely shredded today when he played a real midfield of, yeah. of Kamavinga and, and, and Mudrick today. Absolutely shredded. So he's yeah. a good player. He's got a bright future. But you think you're going to stick a 17-year-old in and fix yeah. all your midfield issues? Wake up, Liverpool. In fact, <laughs> actually, go back to sleep because your season has just ended. Wake up in, in August. We'll talk about the 23-24 Premier League season. But it's a wrap. Done and dusted. So is this uh, is this the official roast in the burn? Can we bring up some other things about them, or do are we strictly yeah, talk about this? this is game? Liverpool. I don't give a fuck okay. about the game. 2-0. I got a point for Nunez. Did I get a point for the win? Uh, you – hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You had a – No, I picked a draw. I picked a draw. Yeah, you picked a draw. 1-1 one, one draw. I got 3-2 pool. Um, yeah, so listen. Look, this is – Look, dude, uh, it is going down every way fucking possible for Liverpool, for FGS, for their fan base, for everything. It is bad times. FSG, FSG. Yeah, FSG, whatever. Who gives a fuck? That Fenway, the, the people from Boston, those fucks. What I would say to just initially in the style of, in the defensive thing, I think you noted everything so perfect. I would add one thing, dude. I watched Trent Alexander Arnold so much in that Newcastle game, yeah. dude. I'm sorry for what he brings to the offensive side. I cannot, cannot be okay with what this man does defensively. I mean, it is a sheer. We are talking about just hustle and will and determination. And I have watched that guy show me personally none almost every fucking weekend to come back. And I don't know what it is. That personally. The whole back four. Oh, absolutely. Robertson's the only one that gets any credit for trying his ass off every game. That's a lazy back four. Yes, very much so. And, And what I would say is it's on Klopp. That. 
is 100% on Klopp. And if there are issues, I'm sorry. I'm just going to go ahead and say it because I have to compare it. But if it were me, I'd back my manager 10 out of 10 to get rid of a left or a right back who's having issues at your club before keeping him and allowing him to start week in and week out but playing like Trent Alexander-Arnold is. I would 100% rather have Jaconcello playing for someone else, which, by the way, he's playing but then gets subbed off and then doesn't play, doesn't start, and then comes on at the 75th minute. I don't know if I'm happy with this. Listen, the grass ain't always greener, Jal. That's all I'm saying. But That is the truth. What, the grass what, ain't always greener. What it, when it comes down to Liverpool and the drop, this Ryan booked the tickets to Budapest. Everything was okay. Everything going into the season was fine. You asked City fans, and it was, yeah, just coming off the champ title run. We feel good. We've made changes. Let's see how it goes. We're satisfied. We going in, and the funny thing is, they go out and go get a player in the window. And Tiki always follows the no, general rule. Player. The wrong player. Damn fucking right. Because that guy, I mean, started today. Did he play there? I was just about to tell you, I missed him the whole fucking time. Told now, you, this guy one, is the king, the king of going completely invisible in games. And you noted that, which is why I bring it up. He was missing. I was like, yo, like, I see Salad Noodles. Nice little first touch. I see you. Very okay. Very, very good. But, I mean, for a half, because after all, you got shut out in the second half, 3-0, losing 5-2 to Madrid at home. I at mean, Anfield. At Anfield. You have, for every, every avenue for a Liverpool fan, every avenue, every fucking avenue, changes. Oh, we got uh, Sadio Mane meant that much to us. We'll get... Get Cody Gakpo in the, in, in the window. Well, still looking bad. Uh, transfer. I mean, we're not. We don't back Klopp. We need. We need finances. We need an owner who backs Klopp. We need this. Uh, uh, Fenway Group decides to go ahead and possibly put it up for sale. Okay, here we go. It's coming. Okay, here we go. And shut down. Wrong. Try again. Next move. The funny thing is, you started debating your morals before a bid ever came, and then it doesn't show. All praise to Allah. All praise to Allah. All praise to Allah. Prayed for days like this. Prayed for it. I hope you get none of it. Because for every bit of hatred that you have towards City for the moves, you deeply want it in the inside. You'd love to have the money. You'd be spending. You'd be right now, right now, seeing how fast you can print Jude Bellingham shirts. The battle for Jude was today, Brian. They want to tell you the battle for Jude was today. Is it Madrid? Is it Liverpool? That's what they thought. That's what it was. Every avenue for a Liverpool fan. Eh, Not working, bro. They are truly fucked. Because with Fulham playing the way they are, with, I would say, Newcastle's dropping, I would say... I don't know. Newcastle's dropping, but you can't just say they're out. They still defend yeah. well, so you can't. You can't when you defend that. They've only given up eighteen we goals. Have to look up the record. Yeah, but we have to look up the record for draws in a single yeah, season but to find listen, out if they're going to break it because it's absurd. Listen, all they got, they got to just stay the course, get a draw here and there, and turn some yeah. of those draws into wins. Because yeah. this five goal, and I understand it was Real Madrid, but. If you watch the game, some of those goals were absolutely shameful. 
Shameful I mean, shit. The yeah. man marking from Joe Gomez on that third goal. That was <laughs> fucking embarrassing. On the the, the Militao header. Yeah. Literally standing in the middle, right in front of goal, unmarked. I've never seen such a clean header before in my life. Never. I don't know why you're playing the line. I don't understand yeah. what the positioning of the ball and where it is. Why are you playing a line for offsides when you need to be just marking? The, from the distance of where the ball is and the proximity from you and the actual offensive player, did you think you were going to fucking Superman over there and get a deflection or a header on the ball? Like, it, you might as well not moved. You did nothing. You were going to do nothing. Your position, You lost before the ball was ever kicked. It was shameful shit. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, Klopp, something has got to go for Liverpool. Thierry Henry and that famous Jamie bullshit guy for Liverpool, that Scouser himself was having a conversation. One, yeah, one was uh, supporting and backing Klopp, you can guess who, and the other was speaking rational about how, well, I mean, I don't know if we can agree Liverpool are a top club and a club that always compete then you have to admit that this is not normal and something's got to change. <laughs> Imagine Thierry Henry speaking actual knowledge and truth when he gets on the fucking mic. Unbelievable. But no, no. I'm telling you right now, I love Pep Guardiola. I love, I am thankful for Pep Guardiola. Give me 14 games left in a season and have us at the 10th place. And I'm sorry, sir. But we have appreciated everything that you have done for us. And now is the time to look in the mirror and ask yourself if Brazil's the right place for you. <laughs> or do you want to go back to Spain? Or do you want to slide up next to Tiki and go sit up in the front office for a year or two and, yeah. and, and run things that way? I love you, Pep. I love you. And he, the, you know what the funny thing is? I, it would never happen. But if Pep were in this fucking call right now, he'd say, I know. It's the reality of things. It's how things work. Yeah. You got this today was the nail in the coffin, Brian. They, yeah, they're done. You, the arrow's no over. Run. Nothing is coming to you this year. Nothing. No. A wrap. Love every bit of it, B. Their only hope was. Champions League heritage pedigree kicks in. They go on a little run. It's over. They're going to the Bernabeu next. That match is already done and dusted. Like I said, they can maybe score a couple goals there, but they ain't keeping a clean sheet from what I saw today, especially at the Bernabeu. So that's over. Champions League run's done. And I'm sorry I can't back them for top four. I see a lot of people saying, oh, Liverpool's getting in there. Not with what I saw today. Not with what I've seen all season. Van Dyke coming back from injury. Guess what? He was asked before the injury. Yeah. It was terrible before then. Lazy defending. Which was Gomez. a suspect injury, if you remember. We low-key thought that it wasn't an injury because we were like, yo, he's fucking oh, bad yeah, yeah. right now. But yeah, it ended yeah. up we were wrong. We were wrong. What he was actually that? hurt. I forget oh, what shit. game that was. I forget, bro. I forget. Was it United? No, I, I don't know. I forget. But, I mean, he's been, he was ter- he's been terrible all season. Trent yeah. on the right, you have to transform him into a midfielder. He's he's too bad. He's been exposed too many times. Any decent team is just going to go down his side when you have yeah. a good left winger. Martinelli rips him up. Vinicius rips him up. Foden rips him up. They all rip him up when they have him on that left side, isolated. Grealish will rip him up. Rashford will destroy him. Um, How dare you speak with creativity and nuance? How dare you think with logic and try to change a position of a player? Which I forgot to mention that. But Jitic guy, Bastic, whatever, his he, it's Croatian for basic. 
The dude is fucking basic. Okay, <laughs> that guy don't do shit. That's all right. I'll give him credit, but he he was out of his depth today. Very much so. Yeah, You'd imagine he was why. Out of his depth. Yeah. yeah You'd yeah. imagine why first Champions League start against fucking Real Madrid. What happened to Arthur Mello? <laughs> Who's more anonymous and invisible, Mello or Gakbo? But it, it's what? just what happened That's... to him? They got him in, in August. He hasn't played he a single game. That's embarrassing. What happened to Arthur Mello? But it, it's over. I'm sorry. Uh, disgraceful defending. I if Allison, if Allison is not fucking, you know, if, if Allison is not Gandalf the Great blocking everything that comes through. They're conceding two plus goals every game. It's just absolutely bad, terrible. And for me, the era is done. Thierry Henry said it on 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 the Champions League post game, and yeah. Carragher sounded like a defeated man. And yeah, that's it. I mean, it was, it was terrible. I thought this was going to be a good game. They go up two to go up two zero. It's one thing to concede five goals, to concede yeah. five in a row at home. <laughs> When you have a two-zero lead, fourteen minutes in, that's embarrassing. They 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 were they were they were taking their players off in the seventy-eighth minute for standing ovations. Yeah, dude, <laughs> the game was done and dusted. I mean, it that place isn't what it used to be. And also, as of two days ago, per caught offside, rarely seen Liverpool player spotted with Klopp squad before Newcastle game. That's Arthur Millo. <laughs> it's probably like, who's that security guard and why is he training with the team today? <laughs> Get that man. We need credentials. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, that's right. You guys brought him in in January. No, no, no. We brought him in in August. August? What? <laughs> I thought it was a January transfer. He's been here since August? Really? <laughs> I can't even tell you a million dollars what that what number that guy rocks. That's <laughs> hilarious, man. I can't. Yeah. I laugh at it. I can't I wait for his tears. integration in the squad. That's well, gonna be, it's going to be special. I mean, if you want to go down the projection a little bit, okay, I'm going to project the following: they're not going to get Jude, but they're going to make a they're going to make an attempt to get a splash signing in the summer. The Liverpool the thing- YouTube accounts swear to God that Jude is already done. Like yep. it's, it's not just one. Nope. It's Grizz on the big six. It's the Anfield agenda. It's mm-hmm. every single one. Swear that they have inside information that is done. Yep. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I, I just, I find it hard to believe that he's watching this and he's like, no, I'm I, my contract's already signed. Could he still go there? Absolutely. But they Dude. swear it's done. Mm-hmm. Like watch any YouTube channel. They're like, no, no, no. I have, I know he's coming. I can't give up my sources. Oh, he's gonna be here. <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's so true. Every bit of what you just said, I can one hundred percent verify that there is no question. Every Liverpool fan base content creator out there has some sort of in with the club. And so Jude is. Bellingham is gone. It's done. It's yeah. done to every Liverpool fan. And I am going to. How it's gonna be funny if he doesn't go. Oh, there. I'm going to how it's gonna be ridiculous if they don't get him. But I think they're gonna try to make a splash, and I would venture to say they that that to. man. Well, you have to please. You have to. You have to appeal to the fan base, and I can see them going the marketing scheme. I can see them trying to send a splash to the rest of the league and the rest of the club and the rest of the fan base. I can see them trying to go get Neymar. 
I can see Liverpool trying to really, and I know it doesn't fit with the recent signatures. I get it. But I'm telling you, if you're Klopp, you try to make it. You know why it makes sense, too? What's to say if Mohamed Salah doesn't stay? Yeah. You, I mean, that could be a completely different team. I mean, oh yeah. there's going to be a lot be. of players. It should be. And that should yeah. be 100%. Yeah, if they, if they care about what they're trying to do, that midfield does not need to be starting. Fabinho, go somewhere. Thiago, go back to Spain. Uh, Hendo, fuck you. Um, the rest of them, I don't know. I don't. Harvey Elliott would like to see a little bit. You need to be a, a rotational squad player next year. Um, Ho Gomez, I don't know where you think you're sending him. He needs to go. He's been that was pathetic today. That yeah. should have been his last game. Learn Italian is yeah. what I suggest for Ho Gomez. Learn Italian. Give Arthur Mello Hogomez his jersey and let's see how he does. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that squad, that squad is caked, man. That squad is caked. They need to go do something completely different. And uh, change is good. Maybe Klopp comes with the change. I don't know. But Liverpool fans need to be completely open. The, the rest of this is a wash. Right now, if I'm, if I'm a Liverpool fan, you want to see anything. If you want your team to be any bit of successful in this season, you need to go jump on football manager, my guy. That's where you'll see it done. Because everything yeah. else, you're completely flopped. It's a wrap. Yep. Yeah. That was bad. That was bad. That was bad. But I loved every second of it. Um, oh, yeah. I live for it. <laughs> let's finish off. We should know. Let's go from bad to worse. But go ahead. We should know really quick. We both play Liverpool within the next five games. <laughs> I'm really? not happy about it, and I'm quick? nervous as fuck about it. Yeah, yeah we'll see. I, I think it'll be a tough game. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, it's at the at the ad, but still, fuck. I don't like. Go it. to Anfield. But... Oh, Listen, see, I don't like it. No, no, no. We don't play until April. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see so. when I play them. You you play them? No, April as well. See. Okay, cool. That makes me a lot better. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. We'll see. Yeah, they, they might be waving the flag by then. Yeah, hopefully they might be done. But um, from bad to worse, <laughs> Chelsea FC six hundred million pound FC eighty three million pound manager FC. The title <laughs> of the episode you might have been thinking, "What's that about?" Yeah, that's how that. much you paid for Graham Potter. 83 million, 23 million release clause for Graham Potter. That's stupid. $60 million, five-year contract. Question, my friend. Do you know how much he was making at Brighton? I'm going to take a guess. I think he was making $7.5 million. $2 a year at Brighton. These motherfuckers gave him a $10 million a year raise. Do you know what places Brighton finished in in the last three three years? Oh my God, the exposure here on Graham Potter himself. All right, last year they finished sixth. Eh. No, try eighth. again. Eighth. They finished eighth. Eh. Last year. No, you finished eighth last year. What the fuck? No, we finished fifth last year. You did finish fifth last year. Holy shit, man. Did they finish top ten? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. They finished ninth. Correct. Finally correct. Wow. They finished in ninth place. Do you know what they finished the season before that? Mm, so two years ago, that would have been. I'll give you uh, one hint. We're playing limbo, and I'm lowering the bar right now. 
Oh, I don't even know what that means. Um, so we're playing uh, limbo. You play limbo. You're at ninth place now. I'm taking the bar. the bar and lowering it, so it's so lower than ninth. They eleven. They finished eleventh. Sixteenth. Holy! Do you know what shit. they finished the year before that? Eighteenth. Fifteenth. They would have been relegated, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so you gave a ten million dollar raise. Oh. To a guy who's never finished above ninth, who the two seasons before his miraculous ninth place finished was two and three spots from a relegation place. Miraculous now, I like ninth. Grant Potter. I like him. <laughs> but maybe if you wanted him, you go, hey, Graham, how much are you making over there? Mm. Two? Okay. We're going to take you over here and we're going to give you four. Yeah. And this is going to be a project. And that project, we're going to give you a three-year contract. Yeah. Meaning, it's kind of long, but it's three years. Six months is going to go by quick, and then you got two and a half left. And we got pockets, so if we want to fire you and pay off that two and a half years, (laughs) we'll do it just as a tax write-off. They could have gave him his entire contract up front if they just gave him four. Exactly. He's $24 We'll pay you all up front. How do you do that? And this is, and Chelsea, who lose to bottom of the bottom of the barrel, bottom of the table, Southampton, with no manager, by the way. Yep. yep. They lose one nothing at home to a team with no manager, and Grand Potter says they were well prepared. Did you Did you who see all the prepared them? They were <laughs> They were well prepared. Here, here's a raw turkey. I threw some adobo on it. Oh, yeah. thank you for that well-prepared turkey. Yeah. <laughs> I think you forgot a step. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, it, it's it's the managing's shameful. He sits a whole bunch of players. Get the yeah. fucking win. You don't have a Champions League midweek game. Yeah. He, he sits a bunch of players to rest them. He praises Aubameyang. He doesn't even play him. I'm sorry. Aubameyang can score. You haven't scored a goal in God knows how long. Scored yeah. two goals since the World Cup, I think the stat is. Yeah. And just the press conference is bizarre. They yeah. were well prepared. Dude, they don't have a manager, dude. The manager the manager of Southampton said, we didn't have time to prepare. That's what made it even funny, funnier. It's like, it's like fucking, what's going on here? This is like, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. And like I said, I'm loving it because – you paid six hundred million for 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 players that at this point I don't even think Potter wanted these guys. I really don't. I really think they just they're just buying oh, yeah. players. They're turning into PSG. Basically, yeah. we don't care who the manager is; it's irrelevant, and we're just going to buy who we want. And you're doing this, and then you're 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 bringing in Potter for an obscene amount of money. A guy who's never finished above ninth place. It's yeah. it's it's a shit show over there. They've spent over a hundred million dollars for managers and players, and they can't even beat Southampton at home. Southampton wins this game and goes from twentieth place to twentieth place. That's how fucking bad they are. And you don't even get a goal. Yeah. Yeah. It's shameful. It's shameful. Um, a few things. Romeo Lavia. Oh, I can't wait to activate yeah, that buyback clause, bro. You're coming back. You're coming back. Need it. Is he on, line, on loan or it's a buyback? It's. Uh, I think. I think he I is think actually on loan, right? 
And yeah. I think he is on loan. Yeah, but but, but yeah, well, he's he's coming back next year. He's definitely one hundred percent going to be our rotational guy. I love what I'm seeing from him. Um, his body—it's just really difficult to come get the ball off of him. He's really, really good. I, I really like what I see. Um, Chelsea, everything is wide open from conspiracy theory to did Potter even want these guys to? You're going to sign Neymar in the summer. Everything is a potential conspiracy for you guys because right now. I don't believe a single fucking thing coming out of that club and that side of London. It's laughable. You can tell Todd Bowley is clearly just listening to the fan base sometimes. Potter was the hot name for anyone going into the season, casual conversation, who are the upcoming managers that you can see really Mm -hmm. do something in this league. Graham Potter was that name. And Bowley was at a conference for some sort of UEFA shit, was snacking someone pigs pigs in the blanket and having a Heineken when someone walked by and said, that Grand Potter can be really good one day. And he clung to that fucking statement and went out and got that guy. He is a man who at this point doesn't look like he has any understanding of what the fuck the plan is or what to do here. He is way, way out of his element. Yeah, I question even his partner. I looked him up earlier today. He doesn't even have a sporting background. He has a capital partner background. He was venture capital here in, in America. The base company was out of Florida. It's there's no I don't know who they're listening to is the main thing. We have yet to define that direct source for ball knowledge for bully. And that's a problem. If that's a huge problem, because it's it's not a problem. Listen, bully. Let me be clear. Let me be consistent, Chelsea fans. It's not a problem that you have a desire to spend money. Okay, I get that. The problem is everyone right now is looking at you like, put your fucking credit card down, bro. Just put yeah. it down for two seconds and look at what you have first. Can we just have a a, a an understanding? I mean, the Thomas Tuchel situation. God, dude, I can't help but think how all of that is just, did you really have to let him go? Did you really? And why, Bowley? Was was that your source of of ball knowledge? And you didn't like your source of ball knowledge, so you got rid of that guy? I mean. Seemed like an ego thing to me. I would imagine so, dude. And right now, everything's on the table because Chelsea, Bowley, that fan base, the board, whatever the hell they got going on. Oh, they are absolutely funny right now. It's amazing to watch. <laughs> they just they want them out. They want Potter out so bad. And it's what I mean, you predicted it. We predicted it. the world kind of knew this was coming. I mean, when you are a club that is so quick draw with all of your managers, you don't respect or show any sort of favoritism towards maybe the concept of building because you guys got that short-term memory loss. You don't want that. You know, Abramovich fucked you guys for that. And here's Bowley, who's even like, okay, no, cool, I'll play the game, but he can't even do it right. He can't even do it right. It's just, this is why money don't buy you shit. All it does is buy you more problems with some of the right people or some of the wrong people. They have all of the wrong people in charge at Chelsea, and it's laughable. Keep going. Go get Neymar. Go get Neymar. Go add 600000 a week wages to your fucking roster. 
I'd love to see those balancing of the books. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That transfer happens. There needs to be an immediate investigation. 100%. There's no way you can comply with FFP with Neymar on the books. He's got to take a pay cut, right? And he won't. Neymar's going to take a pay cut? Fuck. No. No. To come play for Chelsea? He's... If he wants... I don't think Premier League is, is the league for him. No. If he wants his money. You cannot pay that much money to that guy. Did you see Wilfred Zaha's contemplating on going to the Saudi League? Really? Yeah. He wants to partner with Ronaldo. Yeah, I mean, those teams are going to start paying paying up. They have the money. Yeah. Probably skirt by FFP. Nobody's paying attention over there. I, I, I can see a lot of people going in their 30s, especially. You know, mm-hmm. not even 38 like Ronaldo. You're 32, 33. Zaha thinks 31. Um, yeah. I could definitely see that, but it, it's a fucking mess. And he he looks so out of his depth. His his interviews are fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, no emotion on the sideline. No emotion with his his freaking uh, substitutions. He's yeah. completely clueless. They don't make sense. Even his starting lineups don't make sense. When Mason Mount at some point in that game is playing striker, yeah. I was. I, that's when I knew. I'm like. Oh, this guy, he really doesn't get it. He really doesn't get it. Because I was watching that game saying, they're going to lose. They're going to lose this game. This, They're yeah. not winning this. Doesn't look like they're getting closer to anything. Yeah. Um, another bad game from Mudrick. That's looking like, that's the thing. You, you're overplaying for guys and hoping it gets well, but you don't know if you have the right manager and you don't know if they play well with each other. Cucurella clearly doesn't play well with Mudrick. That's a that's wow. hundred seventy million right there, guys. And yeah. you don't even you didn't even take the time to figure out if they work together. Nope. Hmm. Interesting. It's a fucking mess there. And I love both it. Both of them were steals. Look at those two examples right there. Yeah. City are in for Cuckoo the whole time. Then mm-hmm. Brighton come. Then Chelsea want to come in and offer that crazy amount. Yep. Why simultaneously trying to take take Nathan Ake from us? What the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, you just come in and think you're going to just whip your dick out and everything's going to be okay? Like, bully. Like, bro, how embarrassing that you overpaid. Bro, you don't know what you're doing. You want to account for other people and their guidance. You come in to rattle the top clubs, and you don't want to question when the top clubs look at you and say, fine, have them for that price. You don't. You think you won the deal when clubs who have been running sustained businesses quite well in efficiency look at you and say you're overpaying? Have them. You think now you've won the deal? Same goes with Arsenal. Yeah. Like Arsenal, look at what they've been doing with the spending and the winning now. Just in the recent years, that is quality output to input. Don't give me the old shit right now. Recent shit. Arsenal, look at you. Chelsea and Shakhtar and say, nope, overpaying, we're good. And none of you question that? Like, you just think, ah, fuck it, it's Arsenal. I mean, okay, cool. This is why I say sticking to your gun sometimes is a great decision. If Edu got you here and got you Martinelli and Saka and all these, and and Saliba, and now the guy out in uh, 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 Florin, out there in in Liga 1, killing it, looks like Edu's doing quality business. And sometimes... Quality business? Hey, listen up. Careful, Chelsea. This might be too different for you. Quality business sometimes is no business at fucking all, sir. 
just sometimes yep. doing an evaluation of what you fucking have. City were wrong. I'm sitting here telling you we were wrong with Romeo Lavia. Calvin Phillips, we were wrong. Not not that you haven't proven yourself yet. Maybe there's time for that. But we had it in our fucking roster. And we said, you know what? We don't know how good we have you here. Go out in Southampton and see if you can do it. We're halfway through a season, and I'm telling you that guy should be on our fucking roster, and he should be our back. It was a transfer, by the way. I looked it up. Was transfer it? with a buyback, yeah. Okay, perfect. Cool. That makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, buyback. Initiate that shit. I think it's $40 million, whatever. Uh, I'm contemplating everything. I, I, I don't care. But <laughs> but that, that is something that Chelsea and Arsenal – you got you fans got to. I know your past, but fuck the past. You guys are rolling back the director when he doesn't necessarily pull the trigger. Yep. Sometimes it's good business. Look at Trissard and look at the attacking. Yes, Muldrick is don't 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 fan don't fantasize about what he looks like out there because you don't know if he's gonna look like that with you. Speci- I mean, honestly, he would probably look fucking amazing with Arsenal. Let's be clear. It's it's really, I think, the structure. I oh, really think this is a, him in particular. I think Modric is easily a, Talented, a, a, but... a double-digit goal scorer in the Premier League. I honestly, I know I haven't seen enough, but I'm I'm admitting it to you. For a for 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 thirty-eight games, I think that man can score ten plus goals in the fucking league. I really, really do. I, I've seen enough. It's it's got to be on top. They manager. can ruin him there. They can. I'm they telling can. you, everybody's like, "Oh, Arsenal fans are crying when they say he doesn't look like he's happy there." I'm sorry. Fuck off. It did not look like he wanted to go there. And here's the thing: you guys to skirt FFP and to do a quick fucking build up, a quick rebuild to to skirt FFP, handed out eight and a half year contracts. <laughs> fucking shame. I'm sorry. There's no guarantee that Enzo works out. He looks good, but it can go south fast, very oh, yeah. fast. Mudrick, zero goals, zero assists. They're calling him 007. Yep. Seven games, zero and zero. It can go south fast, and now you mm-hmm. have seven and a half more years to account for. And mm-hmm. if you want somebody to take it off your hands, hey, $100 million we paid for Mudrick. All right, we'll give you 10 Yep, on a loan. Yeah, or we'll give you a loan, and you're paying half of the wages, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And now you want to talk about having that conversation about bargaining and wagering and trying to have that that business, the art of that deal, who's going to win that? Todd, you get none of that opportunity, bro. You are about to be bent over sideways. You still have Lukaku. And is coming back on that roster. And there's another thing, too. (laughs) They they don't have him. Jow Phoenix? You think Jow staying? No. You think Jow staying? Not after this shit. So you just paid all that for how many games? Probably also, by the way, that's all said and done. Twelve. You paid twelve million. <laughs> million a game. Well, they they they'll are... be out of the Champions League next week. So oh, you're just playing God. league games, and with the way Potter fucking rotates, hey, listen, we got we got three games this month, guys. Tiago Silva, <laughs> I know you're forty. Uh, you need to sit one of these out. So yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> We've been praising Thiago Silva. I'm guilty of this. We were praising Silva, just saying, dude, I'm telling you. I mean, honestly, that's the one guy on that roster. He's good. How fucking pathetic. How can you pay 600 million and your best player is 40? (laughs) 40 fucking years old, man. He's destroyed. Like Kula Bali, all of them, bro. Kula Bali was awful. 
That was this, an awful signing. He's way too slow for this league. Dude, that three hundred K a week. Uh, he'll be on the he'll be in the Lukaku loan line very, that very whole... quickly. Next year he'll be out. <laughs> back back to fucking to the city ah, probably, honestly. Yeah. Specifically of uh where'd he come from? Napoli? Napoli. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Napoli. Napoli. Um, man, dude, I, I, it's troubled times for Chelsea, and it doesn't yep. look like it's going to go away soon because, I mean, all of the moves, Brian, it, all of it speaks to not making sense from the no. summer to the January window. There's so many contradictions. Like, they signed Raheem Sterling. Do you remember how long ago that feels now? Yeah, just like, as long as the that. Arthur Mello deal. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, Arthur Mello? Arthur Mello. That that might be the name of the fucking podcast, Arthur Mello. I can't believe that name dropped. I was like, holy shit. I think of Arthur Mello and I think Juventus. <laughs> Embarrassing, bro. Embarrassing times for some clubs. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back probably Thursday to, to preview the upcoming weekend, talk about your Champions League game, probably talk about Barca. Um Man United Europa game, and then yeah, we got a we got a weekend ahead, where we got a Madrid derby, I believe, in the Spanish league. We got a Carabao Cup final. Um, Carius is going to be the goalkeeper for Newcastle. Did they announce it? And it's very fitting because I was having flashbacks of the Carius Champions League blunder uh, today when Liverpool were playing Madrid. So yeah, he has to play. Pope is out. Um, they appealed, but that's not gonna that's not gonna be. Heard. Yeah, no. it was a clear, clear red card. It's and then out. um their 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 goalie that they got, the other guy, I can't remember his name right now, he's cup tied with Man United. Yep. So he cannot play in that game. So Carius is back. And that's either gonna be uh meme worthy or he's gonna have an amazing <laughs> comeback story where he gets Newcastle their first trophy in twenty years with That'll an amazing nutty. game. So that'll be interesting. So yeah, there's a lot coming up this weekend. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, we got some games outside the league. I believe the MLS restarts as well this weekend. So it's a big, big weekend for everything. And we'll be back Thursday. Anything else? No, man. Um, I'm a little disappointed with the last of us. Which one? The last episode, man. Why? I was a little bummed on how it ended. I know uh, it's setting up for a great yeah, teaser, yeah. but God, dude, I was really you, were I was sad. you cried. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I mean, first off, here, here's the problem. I hate that they had to kind of shout me out personally. I'm so guilty of pushing someone away when I'm actually trying to, like, do right by them. The whole the whole relationship between him and um, what's her name? Ellie. Like, I, Ellie. It's just it's he pushes her away when he should be bringing her in. And they're just so like the, the dynamics of how they deal with it just in the morning and he meets her at the stage. It's just, it's amazing. It's incredible. And I just like, it hit, it hit. That show has hit every fucking episode. It, it makes you, I have never seen a better show about one main topic and it ain't even about that fucking topic. No, it's not. Like that's, that's what crazy I said. This isn't a zombie show, really. That's crazy to me that it makes you, the character, uh, uh, appreciation is that strong that you really follow those details as opposed to like, oh yeah, like 
the bloater's not yeah the bloater was a cool ass scene but that for me so far in this show hasn't even been the thing like oh, that yeah. last episode i don't want to even talk about it but that last episode for me was like holy shit i want to know more about those people how they're doing up there like that's like dope as shit like they're making it like, oh yeah, yeah. The, the that, jackson village or whatever it was called yeah yeah, yeah. jackson place yeah that yeah, man, it's good. Three episodes left, unfortunately, but at least it got um, at least it got renewed for season two. And um, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. If you're sad now, keep watching. They're so we do have three episodes. Yeah, seven, left? eight, and nine. Yep. Nice. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. I actually thought it was done. I thought that was gonna be it. No, no, no. Three episodes left. Fuck. All right. Nine that's episodes. Awesome. So that was six, I believe. Hell yeah. Oh so, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. So after all this soccer this weekend, football, we'll have the Last of Us episode seven. Dope. All right. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think that's it. We're gonna we're gonna have to get some intro and outro music for this podcast, and that's our goal for March because it's always tough ending without a song. You know, yeah. it's always like we're always rambling towards the ending, so we got to get that covered. Gotta yeah, get some, yeah. Some boom bap shit. Some old school hip hop. I think that would be fitting for the pod. So we'll work on that and we'll debut it in a, in a month about. So, all right. Episode 36 is in the books. We out. Peace. Peace.